Bonjour and bienvenue to Little Bell's Francophiles. Je m'appelle Lou and I'm here to keep your Frenchy vibes going and help you to lose yourself in France without even leaving home. In this podcast, we chat about our French experiences with guests who live in Australia, in France and right around the world and we share ideas for how to stay connected to the Francophile within you. Now, it's Christmas week and I'm very excited to chat to today's guest as she has joined me for a petite papatage on the Little Bells Francophiles podcast previously, right back, I think almost a year ago or over a year ago now in episode 20. Emily Godichon is on Instagram as The Real Emily in Paris, but today we get to chat to her in person and find out all about what is going on in Paris for Christmas. Bonjour, Emily. Ça va? Bonjour Lou, ça va bien et toi? Ça va bien, merci. So tell me, what's the vibe in Paris this week being Christmas week? Yeah, so it's nice and grey, mm-hmm. which is pretty usual for December, but it's not actually that cold, which is unusual. And everyone's out and about, so we went for a walk last night and we realised that it was just really, really, we had to abandon it because it was so crowded outside. I think everyone's trying to, you know, get in the Christmas spirit and be out and about and see the lights and do some last minute shopping. It's funny because everyone's kind of, you know, wants to stay home and stay safe, but they kind of also want to be out doing things before it gets worse. Yes. Well, I can imagine that after missing Christmas last year, you really didn't have a Christmas like a traditional Christmas last year, did you? You were in lockdown, I think. Oh, I think they lifted it just slightly just before Christmas. Right. So I know that we had our in-laws with us, mm-hmm. which was allowed, but no one else. I think there was a like a limit on how far you could drive. That's what they do when they really put us in lockdown is they put a limit on where you can drive. So you can only leave like a certain kilometre radius from your house. And they lifted that before Christmas last year. But yes, it was a very, very lockdown Christmas. No restaurants were open. You know, it was pretty grim. Yes. So you mentioned shopping. Where do you do most of your Christmas shopping? I try and get a lot of it done earlier in the year. So Mm -hmm. if I know that someone wants something, I've got so many hiding places in this house. Every time my (laughs) husband goes into a cupboard, I'm like, no, no, not in there. Don't look. Uh, So try and get things done really early in advance. Uh, And then I just do a lot of it online, really, which is really bad, but it's just easier. Yeah. Do you head to the famous Christmas markets at all? So I've been to the Christmas markets this year in the Tuileries. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not where I would pick up a lot of gifts, but there are some really cute boutiques near us. Like there's Cier Trudon, which is the oldest candle maker in Paris. There's this amazing store with Christmas decorations. There's this gorgeous shop that sells antique prints um, and antique books. So, you know, I get a lot of those little things. But also I don't have that many people to buy for this year. So my in-laws are getting a trip on a lunch on uh, Alain Ducasse, has, uh, oh. who's a famous French chef. He has a boat, an electric boat on the Seine. Oh. So they're getting a little voucher to go on that. That sounds sensational. Yeah, so that should be nice for them. My husband's oh. getting a new bag for his bike. Oh, fabulous. Uh, a pannier? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a, like a proper like Swedish, you know, bicycle bag oh, slash backpack. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And so... You mentioned that you have a little store that does Christmas decorations. I'm presuming that's to sell to you. But do the stores all decorate for Christmas 
all the stores or is it mainly just the main large malls like the Galerie Lafayette and Printemps that we see that go berserk with the decorations? No, it's a lot of the little stores as well. So like there's an umbrella store, a specialty umbrella store around the corner and like they have all these beautiful Christmas-themed umbrellas (gasps) around their windows, like sort of lights that are in the shape of umbrellas all around. A lot of clothing stores go all out and put like garlands everywhere. Also, every little sort of shopping street or area has like a group of store owners that get together and then they organize their lights. So in like um, down by Rue de Seine and uh, Rue Mazarin, there's like beautiful lights down there just by Odeon and that's organized by the sort of the little council of that area. Right. So... Or I haven't been very far from my house in Paris for a long time um, because we just don't have a reason to go really far across town at the moment. So mm. we don't. We stay close to home. Um, so I can only speak for sort of the 6th and the 1st um, and maybe the 5th and the 7th, but they go, yeah, they go all out. So in the photos I'm seeing on Instagram then at the moment, it seems that every corner of Paris has been Christmasified and that must be exactly what it feels like from what you're saying. Yeah, it's really cheery. Um, I keep thinking I've got to go back and take a photo of that as I'm walking past and then I never do. I feel like I'm not enjoying the Christmas lights (laughs) enough, but it is. It's really beautiful. What are the typically Parisian things to see when you're out and about at Christmas? Are there carolers and things like that? No, there's not really carolers, I don't think. I saw some in Samaritan, the new department store when it opened, but I think that was just a one-off because I was there the day they launched their Christmas decorations. Um, No, it's more just Christmas lights that are out and about for people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do ice skating and, like, Christmas activities. Oh, how gorgeous. Uh, But that's, yeah, that's sort of, you know, you have to specifically go and do the activity. It's not just, you know, you don't just find it on the street. That's right. I saw that they've got ice skating at the Hotel de Ville and I would love to be there for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where the big skating rinks are this year. I know there's one in Toulouse. Usually the best one is in the Grand Palais, but oh. it's under renovation at the moment for five years or something. So oh, that's that's not there at the moment. I took my daughter to the one in the um, Hotel Plaza Athene. Mm-hmm. So that was gorgeous. It's only for kids though. So there's an age limit. But even to stand there and watch them, it's that's enough just to drink it in, I think, sometimes. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be on the ice anyway. That's a bad decision. I'm very uncoordinated. So how will you be getting your household set for your Chrissy celebrations? Do the kids leave out a snack for Santa? Um, I don't actually know. We've never done it. It's a weird thing here, actually. So... In my family, I can't speak for every family, this is just what my husband told me, is Mm. that all the presents don't get put under the tree like we would do in Australia Mm. because on Christmas Eve you go out for either a walk or a drive to look at some Christmas lights in the area and while you're out, Santa comes, which is pretty convenient that he picks that 20-minute window that you leave the house to come and drop off all your presents. (laughs) (laughs) He's got good timing. Uh, And I've never seen anyone leave out any food for Santa here. No. Uh, but I might start it. I might say that Santa's a big fan of champagne and needs a whole bottle <laughs> <laughs> of foie gras maybe. We uh, always had to leave beer and some kind of fruitcake that was always that was always <laughs> left for him. And, and our house he used to get a glass of milk and some carrots, I think. Um, yes. Carrots like, for Rudolph. Well, we, 
Exactly. So we've never left things out for Santa. So he usually comes on Christmas Eve in the 20 minutes that you're out and then you do the presents on Christmas Eve, right. uh, which I've now kind of changed that here. So now we do a few presents on Christmas Eve, but um, most of the presents on Christmas Day because that just feels more natural for me. And then also another weird thing is all the presents come from Santa. Right. So presents from parents, grandparents, aunties, uncle, whoever, whatever present is under the tree for a kid, Santa gets all the credit. Oh, gee, Santa's a good yeah, bloke. I know. <laughs> exactly. So I've kind of reined that back in too. Yes. Well, I know that in our family, again, like you, I can't speak for everybody, but in our family, Santa has always brought lots of little things, but the one main present has been from mum and dad. That's what we used to do in Australia. We used to have stockings from Santa Mm. and then presents from your parents. Yeah. And that's, I don't know if that's a particularly Australian thing. We wouldn't know because both of us are Australian. We're just, we we know is what we know. But it's interesting to see the different ways throughout Europe. I know that in the Netherlands, a friend of mine, my birthday happens to be the 5th of December and that's when they celebrate their Christmas because they do it for St. Nicholas's Day, which is on the 6th of December, but they do it on the eve, which has always been on the night of my birthday. So it's kind of you know, really fascinating, I find, all of the different ways people celebrate this same event. And I suppose it comes from different pagan rituals originally and it's morphed into something that just keeps morphing and changing as we keep growing. So now there are probably things that you've picked up and brought in in France that weren't traditionally French, but now you can't distinguish between the things that were traditionally French and the things that have been introduced <laughs> from somewhere else. I exactly, imagine. exactly. It's all coming into one big franglais uh, celebration. Wait, yes. So in Australia, as you know, it's summer for Christmas. And whilst some of the country here is currently going through a heat wave, where I am down south in Melbourne, it's a bit cooler, but still Christmas Day is thankfully an occasion for a summer dress for us. So we're expecting about 22 degrees Celsius on Chrissy Day. What's the weather forecast for Paris? So for Paris, for Christmas, oh, it's supposed to be 40% chance of rain um, and about 7 degrees. We will actually be at my in-laws, which is about two-hour drive from here. And I actually don't know what the weather will be, but it's it's quite, they've got such a cosy house that it doesn't really matter. And they've got a big garden. So if it's yes. rainy, you can sort of still just pop out very easily during the breaks in the rain. Last time we had Christmas there, a couple of years ago, it was perfect blue skies, oh. you know, crisp, oh, the perfect crisp winter day. Yes, that's my favourite weather. A day that doesn't go over seven degrees, perfect blue sky, not too windy, cold and crisp is my favourite of anything. Yeah, exactly. We got really nice photos because it was like that gorgeous winter light. Anyway, we'll oh, see. I'll let you know. Beautiful. So Australians usually have a combination of seafood for Christmas lunch with the traditional roast as well sometimes. What's traditional for the Christmas meal in France? And actually, is it done on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? So usually the big, on Christmas Eve, they have a meal called Le Réveillon, which basically means the staying awake meal because it's supposed to keep you awake until you go to church (laughs) at midnight. So no turkey in that meal then that just puts you to sleep? Yeah, it's sort of this, well, it depends on the region you're in, but it, it traditionally it's, you know, seafood and so oysters and prawns and oh. scallops and 
foie gras and um, yeah. roasted chestnuts and it's like a whole big deal with lots of champagne and escargot so, uh, yeah snails is part of it mm-hmm. and then you have a bouche de noel you know sort of like a christmas Where? cake so we're going to my in-laws so when we do christmas there it's usually a big meal on christmas eve mm-hmm during the whole Réveillon thing and right. then it doesn't go to midnight because there's no way I'm staying up until midnight. <laughs> and then on the next day we also do a big lunch. So right. that day we'll have like a roasted guinea fowl or chapon or duck. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So a roasted bird on, that, on, on Christmas Day. They don't do Boxing Day here. So Christmas ah. Day is almost a bit like... Boxing Day. Boxing Day is not a public holiday. You go straight back to work. Wow. So Christmas Day is the denouement rather than Boxing Day for us where everybody falls in a heap. Exactly. So you do the big meal on Christmas Eve and then you do another meal on Christmas Day, but it is more of a sort of relaxed sort of lounging around day rather than, yeah, it's more like Boxing Day. Yeah. Oh, I find the idea of going back to work straight after Christmas Day frightening but I'm sure it's what you're used to yeah this year my husband's taken some time off but yeah if they don't really do the whole that messy time between Christmas and New Year's where you don't really know what day it is and it's, it's oh, very relaxing I love that, that time it doesn't really exist here so really yeah so oh. I think my husband he's got time off but he has to work Christmas Eve well, during the day, I mean, he'll be home, you know, Why? by six. But Why? it's kind of a weird day to go back for one day between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I guess because we did a huge summer holiday where people really just switch true, off. True. The Christmas holiday is not really the same thing. No. And for Australia us. Or in England. Oh, it's the same in England. No, in England it's like Australia, so it's fantastic. Oh, okay. It's that real sort of confusing, you know, what day is it, what time is it, can we have Bailey's at 10 a.m., yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have it on everything thanks i'll have one of everything exactly how long does the roast ham last for etc well in australia it's refrigerated you have it cold meats and cold salads for days on end it's brilliant love it yeah that's that's not a thing here which is a shame no but you know as much as i love christmas in australia like i love 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 christmas in australia i really long to have a cold Christmas, a Christmas where it's potentially a white Christmas, a Christmas where you have those traditions that are the traditions that ours grew from. And I really would love to see them like that, especially in those little parts of France that are closer to Germany because Germany, you know, they do Christmas in a quite an exceptional manner. So those places down on the border, I don't know what all of them are called, but anywhere from down Strasbourg yes. and yeah, I've seen a lot of photos coming out of Strasbourg this year and it seems like they have gone leaned in heavily and Absolutely it looks amazing. Absolutely off their chops with the Christmas Yuletide. It looks fabulous. Yeah. I love the look of it. Love, love, love. So are there any traditional Christmas French songs? And and by traditional, I don't mean that they have to be old because like we were saying before, traditions come and they morph and change and grow with us like you know love actually has only been around since 2003 and in less than two decades that has become a must see at christmas time for uh, many of us here in australia are there traditional french songs or movies that get an airing at christmas time over there uh there are traditional songs that are always on the radio but um what is funny is a lot of the christmas carols have the same music 
but different words. Really? Yeah. So jingle bells isn't the same. In you know, it's jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. And here it's vive le vent, vive le vent, vive le vent d'hiver, which means like live the wind, live the wind, live the winter wind. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It uh, kind of so doesn't that's, have that's, the same ring to it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so Pardon the pun with the bells, weird. but yeah. Yeah, and then I think the final line is, you know, Happy New Year, Grandma, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, she made it for another year. <laughs> exactly. So that's really weird when we do listen to French Christmas carols. I'm kind of translating them and thinking, hold on, that, that, that that's not what that's supposed to say. <laughs> no, that's quite bizarre. So are there any French songs that are fairly common which we might be able to share with everybody today? Yeah, there's one called Petit Papa Noel, Little Santa Claus. Oh. That is always every, in every shop you go to. That's their go-to Christmas song. So Petit Papa Noel. Oh, and I think there is a version of that by Celine Dion. So we might share Perfect. that. Love Celine. Yeah, love Celine. So as you know, we always share a recipe on the Little Bells Francophiles podcast. I know you're going to your in-laws, but is there a fave French Chrissy treat that you would like to share with us? I'm actually doing a special Christmas cocktail this year, so it could also be a drink. Mm, I don't really do any French ones, I don't think. I, I'm pretty traditional. I put on the mulled wine. To be fair, I get most of my recipes from David Leibovitz. Yes. He's a very good authority on all things French. Uh, he has a good mulled wine recipe that I use. Uh, what else have we done? Oh, over here it's great because it's winter season, so we're doing lots of raclettes. And then um, there's a cheese here called Monto, which is like comes in this round wooden box and it's wrapped in a, I think it's wrapped in some sort of leaf from the mountains. Oh. And it's a seasonal cheese, so you can only find it certain months of the year. It's the milk from the same cows that make Comte, I think, but oh, it's yes. like when they're sort of on their off season. Why? And so that's beautiful and you put it in the oven with, you know, a little oh. bit of garlic or whatever, a bit of white wine in it, and that's gorgeous, and you just dip bread into it. So that's perfect. That's a really nice seasonal Montdor cheese, hot cheese dinner. Oh, well, that sounds fabulous, except in most parts of the world we probably won't be able to get that cheese. So I might share a good mild wine recipe. I might share David Leibovitz's mild wine yeah, recipe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's on his website. It is, and I've got his book, so I might just hunt that out and share that with the Francophiles because I think mild wine is good for any time of year, really, but especially everywhere in the world, no matter what the weather's like. At Christmas time, we are used to having those Christmas flavours and having that coming through in your mulled wine is a beautiful thing, I think, at Christmas yeah. because no matter where we are, um, we love those Christmas spices. And and then on top of that, we just have in France, it's just champagne, champagne, champagne. Oh, and you can't go wrong with champagne. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Emily Gordeshon, for coming back and chatting to me again. I love checking out your Insta pics and I will be doing that with a little bit more of a look at your Christmas slant of the things that you post over the next week or two. But also it's really lovely chatting to you. So thank you so much for giving us your time. Well, it was so nice to chat with you and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So now we shall share Petite Papa Noel by Celine Dion. Merci and au revoir, Emily. 
genoux les petits enfants avant de fermer les paupières font une dernière Celine Dion with the French Christmas classic Petit Papa Noel. As I said to Emily, I love Christmas and I love Christmas in Australia as to me it means time spent with my family but, and it's a big but, I am longing to one day spend Christmas in France. After chatting to Emily, I want to shop at the boutique dedicated to umbrellas, to visit Le Magasin dedicated to only gloves or 
to just Trebeau Parfum, not necessarily a sparkly place like the Champs-Élysées, but in the tiny tucked away corners of Paris, perhaps one of my fave parts of Paris to shop in, which is in the Marais, around the Rue de Rivoli, peut-être, or across the other side of the Marais in the St. Paul area, which has some beautifully quaint vintage stores. I want to see the Christmas decorations in the Galerie Lafayette, which has always got the most sensational and giant tree under the magnificent dome, which in the past I have loved sitting under, even in non-Christmas times, to sit and enjoy a coupe de champagne. I want to see the gorgeous Christmas lights that pop all through the city, in the gardens, in the covered petite walkways, and also on the Tour Eiffel. I'd like to experience the lights and festivities in the country French towns and villages as well. I want to visit the Christmas markets and have mulled wine from a little caravan in Le Jardin. I'd like to partake in Le Réveillon, which is the Christmas Eve dinner that can apparently sometimes go all night because Christmas in France is all about the food and I'm all about the food. So it's going to be a perfect match. I'd like to go to Midnight Mass in Paris. I recall when Paul and I were last in Paris, we happened to stumble into Notre Dame right when Mass was starting. And for both of us growing up Catholic, it was a beautiful experience that is all the more special now since the fire that damaged Notre Dame pre-COVID. So midnight Mass in Paris would be just wonderful for us. There is so much on my Christmas list that I'd like to see and do when I eventually spend a Christmas in Paris or France. I may need to go back multiple times to fit it all in, which, what a shame. For this year, though, I will happily see my family on Christmas Day, as I haven't seen some of them since Christmas 2019 due to COVID travel restrictions. I will make a mulled wine and dream of future Christmases en français. Alors, c'est tout et c'est la fin aujourd'hui. That is all for another Little Bells Francophiles episode. I will place the links for your reference of all the interesting tidbits in my chat with Emily Gordichon, including how to follow her on Instagram. To be notified when new Little Bells Francophiles podcast episodes are released, subscribe on your favourite podcast platform or follow Little Bells Francophiles on Insta. That's where you will also find lots of my personal French photos as well as some from our Little Bells Francophiles guests. Head to the Little Bells Francophiles website for all the links from the various episodes and together we can stay connected to one of our fave destinations, France. And lastly, at this time of year, I would like to wish Francophiles around the world a very Merry Christmas. So au revoir, mes amis. Bonne journée, à bientôt, et joyeux Noël.